Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Geek Out Loud, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. I don't know why I say that anymore. There's nothing really happening over at geekoutonline.com except for this. I'm selling some comic books over there. If you have thought about getting into comics, if you've thought about uh, maybe starting up a little collection, I'll be honest with you, a lot of what I have, not great stuff. You're not going to find a lot of, oh, this will boost my collection's value tenfold. But you'll find some great jumping on points. Ah! And, uh, and, and, and maybe some stuff that you like, or maybe some things to fill some holes in your collection. I'm selling them really cheap. Uh, most comics that you'll find there are a dollar. Um, beyond that, if they're not a dollar, they're listed there. And I'm not even trying to sell them for what is valued on the internet. So, uh, just do us a favor, head over to geekoutonline.com. Check out the post that says, I'm selling my comics. Look at the list. If there's anything you want, shoot us an email, geekoutonline at gmail.com, geekoutonline at gmail.com, and I'll give you instructions as to how to go about purchasing, purchasing, that's a harder word to say than you might think it is, purchasing said comics, and, uh, and, and I will appreciate your support in, uh, in my financial um, security and well-being. So, uh, Also, while you're there, if you shop at amazon.com, there's a little banner over to the side. Use that banner to get over to Amazon. And if you should buy anything, uh, we get a little bit of kickback on that. Apparently, you have to clear your cookies. That's that's what I've been told. That's what I hear other people saying. And uh, so if you'll help us out that way, uh, again, it goes to help kind of make sure that we're able to keep the site up and running or keep the podcast up and running. Um, you know, I'm not going to pour mouth and act like, oh, it's so expensive because it's not. We don't have enough bandwidth going out that <laughs> that we've got our own dedicated servers and everything. But... Uh, it's still a great help to not, you know, to offset the cost of what we do put into the podcast on a regular basis. On this episode, it's the return of Steric. A lot of you've been asking for it. I've been asking for it. Finally happened. It's a great episode. It's the typical silliness that you get from Steve and Derek. Also, need to warn you if you've not seen the finale of Breaking Bad and you don't want to be spoiled on anything to do with Breaking Bad, don't listen to this episode. We don't talk about Breaking Bad all the way through the episode. But it's spoiled pretty much right out of the gate. So, uh, and it's continuously spoiled throughout the show. So it's a running gag, ladies and gentlemen. You know how we do those things. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff coming in on this episode. So glad to have you along with us. Without further ado, you the music. On this episode of Geek Out Loud, it's reunited and we feel so good. It's the return of Steric, snippets, emails. We're going to spoil Breaking Bad for you. And we may even talk a little bit. (laughs) Geek Out Loud!
Well, hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Geek Out Loud, your place to geek out. And episode 78, 78, the first time I've ever been derailed in the midst of the Geek Out Loud intro. We're going to leave it for posterity's sake. My name is Steve Ross. I'm so glad to be along with you, and I am glad, super, super, super glad to bring in uh, the co-host, the man who, who owns the chair. I don't care who's sitting in it. If he decides to move over, if he decides to move over, I'm getting in that thing. It's all his, ladies and gentlemen. My Don't podcasting know. partner for life. <laughs> He's been known by many names. Sean Phillips, one of them, but we all know him and love him as Derek Russell. Derek, did I? You've never been derailed before. Not, not during the intro part of that. Because normally, I in the past, I've always recorded that separately, like after oh, that's the fact. That's true. Because I always listen later. <laughs> We're going to spoil Breaking Bad right now. <laughs> During this song, it was either going to be that or Walt died. <laughs> I kind of want to start over. By the way, it's been done. Um, <laughs> oh man, Derek, how are things? What's happening in Tupelo, Mississippi? Um, it's night. It is, and there's a face in the window. The heck, they better they're not better be. not be. I'm back to it. I own the chair. <laughs> I own the I own window too. Chair. So nobody better be in this it. house. This whole house, mine, mine. That's actually the bank's. But you know, whatever. Derek, I have I have a story to tell you. That so I feel like, Uncle Steve. That I feel like you can relate to. Okay. Um, the other night I was on the phone with my brother talking some serious stuff. We had some serious mess going on. This and John? um hmm? this John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the some Levelator? Yeah, it's the Levelator. Um we had the star of ABC's hit show duets. Um we uh we were talking some like some real serious stuff and I walk out on my porch to talk because I like to walk around when I'm on the phone. You do, and uh, <clears throat> and so it keeps because. me from it keeps me from getting distracted from everything else, and or by everything else I should say. And I'm on the porch, and and up in the corner of my porch, I see like this dark spot. The sun is kind of going down. It's kind of gone. I guess it's gone down. So really, all I have is is light from the street lights. And I see on on the white of my porch, I see this this dark kind of little spot and i'm like oh uh do, are you familiar with the term dirt dauber oh yeah okay yeah. i thought it was yeah, like, i waited for the sun to come up one time I, and then it dawned on me and the, oh wow well, it's gonna be one of those huh <laughs> <laughs> have you got the bird noise <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've got your laffy taffy wrappers all sitting there ready to go <laughs> this is why i'm fat um <clears throat> but but i see and i think it's just like a dirt dauber nest because i've had those up there before yeah that'll happen and so I walk over to it. Is, get, is this a bird? Well, it's worse. It's a bat? It's a bat. A bat flies in. And I'm in the middle of a very serious conversation. And a bat just starts right, right down at me. And I'm like, oh. It, and I just kind of, I just ducked real quick. And I kept on with the conversation. It wasn't until about 10 minutes later. I'm like, John, I just want you to know. I'll be totally honest with you. That was a bat back then. I got, 
I deserve a pat on the back because I totally didn't freak out. I mean, but it I got a bat on the back. It came it it, it came at me, bro. It was like <laughs> it just like right by my head. I'm like, I didn't even mess with you. I was in Omaha, Nebraska one time. Omaha, Nebraska. Picture it. Omaha, <laughs> Nebraska. 2000 2000. Okay, all right, yeah. Y2K scare in effect. (laughs) No extra year on there. I'm on the university campus. Uh, University of Nebraska? That's the one. Okay. And then there's like three of them. Not campuses, bats. Uh, Where? On the campus. Did they have their backpacks headed to class? No, they just, they came at me. Three bats came at you? Three of them were all, you know how they kind of huddle? Yeah. And it was like, Break! And it's like Derek and you're coming right at me. And that's my bat story. They they What did you do? I ran. I ran so far. <laughs> I ran so far away. This is why you have a soundboard. I know. Um, I, I, apparently I have millions of songs to upload into it just so uh, we're ready. What did I do? Fatty hit the deck. What do you Ooh. think you did? <laughs> I like everybody, threw my wallet. I threw everybody my wallet down! It was either going to go two, one of two ways. I was either going to be a vampire or Batman. Um, or you're going to flail your arms about wildly and run screaming like a girl. Okay, it went three ways. <laughs> <laughs> there were three options. I went with the road most traveled. You, <laughs> just hit the dirt. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> one of them was in my hair. <clears throat> That's my bat story. Oh, man. That... Uh... You feel like a better person for knowing that, don't you? Well, I, the only other bat story I have is Batman. It, it, well, not only that. Um, okay. I was on a youth trip as a youth pastor with with my kids. We were up in the cabin up in the mountains, and these dudes were in one room of the cabin where they were sleeping, and they would not come out of their room that morning. It was like breakfast time, and I'm all like serious, like you know, disciplinarian. I'm like, guys, you know, you're supposed to be in here. And like, Steve, we can't come out. And like, they're under covers. They're under sheets and covers. They refuse to. I'm like, what's the deal? They're like, look over the door. And sure enough, there's a bat hanging out. And he's just a tiny guy until he unfurls his wings. And he starts flying around the room. And there's something about a bat that just turns you into a little girl. Next thing I know, I'm in the bed with these guys under the covers. I'm like, someone get him out! Get him out! And uh, and so we we escape the room and shut him in the door and begin to make our plan for what we're going to do to get him out of there. And he's still in there? He, to this day. <laughs> he, he decorated it nice, though. You I mean, see it. This, this little guy, when he opened up his wings, I'm like, how are you... What did you do with those things when you were hanging there upside down? You're huge. He just folds them in on himself, and it's really... You know what? Let's move on. We're, we're harping a lot on bats. We here. are. We really are. And and uh, there's been a lot of people harping on bats lately. But I want to harp on something else, Derek. Come Let's ride harp. with. Come ride with me on my segue here into. Um, there's not room. In, in, exactly because we're both. I well, I am not. We both. Derek, I got oh, loose. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Segway. Yeah. There you go. Come ride with me on my segue. Class. I get it. <laughs> Come ride with me on my segue to the next topic. Uh, we we both have some weight loss goals in our lives. Snippet? No, it's not a snippet. This is an announcement. 
I just wondered if it was like a genie granting a wish if I said snippet if something happened. Uh, no. Snippet? No, I don't know. A genie. Snippet? Oh, we I got love that. It. But we're not into snippets yet. Oh. This well, is this is that more was of, all for not. Right. <laughs> this is more of an announcement. And we call that skipping ahead. And in typical <laughs> in typical steric fashion, mm. um, we're going to talk through the announcement as we make the announcement because we're I, don't do know the, I don't know I don't know that we have all the details. In, t- in typical steric fashion, we're gonna do two weeks of this. And then it'll disappear. Totally forget about it. <laughs> What, uh, we both have some weight loss goals. Mm. And when I was doing the Big Honkin' Show, I began kind of losing a little bit of weight. I've lost 30 pounds this year. Yay. Um, and, uh, and, but I, I've stopped. I stopped losing weight. I, it got summer, it got hot, and I just wanted to be in the air conditioning. And, um, and I need to continue on to get to my weight loss goal that I'd originally set. In the air conditioning? In the air conditioning, but hopefully. No, it's fall now, and, and the weather's cooling down, so I can get out and do a little more, and I'm more active as it gets colder. But uh, Like a bear. You, you, yeah. Well, they hibernate. Is, wait, is that how that works? Um, but anyhow, we, we've talked about some weight loss issues here, that you, you have a weight loss goal, I have a weight loss goal, and, and in trying to get motivated, we decided to have the first ever Geek Out Loud Fat Off. I, I, was, I was expecting a theme song. Oh, I've, oh, crud. I forgot. <laughs> Kids, don't try this at home. We decided. We are trained professionals. We decided to have the Walt first. Dies. We, <laughs> we decided to have the first ever Geek Out Loud Fat Off. It should also be mentioned that um, we don't really know what theme song we're going to go with co- on a constant, regular basis. So It's going to change. It, it's definitely going to change. The first week it's going to be this, the second week it's going to be something else, and then we won't do it again. That's... <laughs> so you really no. don't have to get too married to any no, of this. No, Derek, I have, I have set up a Vine account. Um, Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna taunt each other, aren't we? We are. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's Civil War like four or five, whatever one we're up to now. Um, Let's but, call it Civil War episode seven. So okay, Civil War episode seven, the fat off. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the name of the new movie. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Inside sources tell us. Now we unconfirmed inside it's just, sources. It's just the whole movie's Hamlin training. Yeah, just. <laughs> To that song, by the way. It's like they went a completely... John Williams was supposed to score it, and he's like, you know what? Joe Esposito has the best song for this. So um, Abrams no, was really invested in Into Darkness at the time. <laughs> Which I've seen, by the way. Um, now, we, we are going to have a, a competition of sorts between you and I. Friendly competition. No, it's going to get downright dirty. And uh, up and, until week three, when we finally, when we where could, we're sitting there on the couch eating Pringles, well, at least facetiming each other, going, "Are we supposed to be doing something?" At least, at least it got to week three and not just week two that time. So it's getting longer. Um, 
Yeah, because it took a whole week to go, what are we supposed to be doing? <laughs> We're going to be sitting in Zaxby's FaceTime one of the, hey, man, this trip was really good. Do not tell them that we FaceTime at Zaxby's. We're pathetic <laughs> enough without them knowing that. Hey, you it guys got happens. You guys got free wi- you guys got free Wi-Fi here? You do? Good. I've got to FaceTime my buddy Derek so we can have lunch together. He's at Zaxby's in Mississippi. Um Hey buddy. That's a spoil that's a spoiler. That's a commercial for them. We could do a Zaxby's commercial. I'm game. This is so good. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get in touch. We should probably do it before the fat off. This <laughs> trip before the fat off. That's right. Um we uh anyhow, the details of this are as such, there's going to be a competition, and there's going to be a prize. Have we decided everything yet? I, we haven't contacted Rich, but we will. Yeah, Rich, get ready. We, we're going to contact you. You're in on this, buddy. Basically, we're going to get our friend Rich. Uh, Rich is as, handling all the money. As Yeah, as a mutual party to open up a PayPal account into which Derek and I will both uh, deposit an undisclosed amount of money. Mm-hmm. It's disclosed to us, but undisclosed to everyone else. It's um, bigger than twenty, but less than a thousand. Right, and at the end of time, we <laughs> wait. We got dark at the end. <laughs> it'll still be sitting there waiting for one of us to win. And then it dawned on me. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we'll we'll take that money. There'll be a pool, and we'll do updates on a regular basis here on Geek Out Loud. And are we gonna? Like the loser every week deposit another like what five bucks or so or does it need to be in increments of what we lose versus what the other one gains? Like split the di- like the difference. Maybe. What if no one you know like it's if I if I lose two pounds and you lose three I put in a dollar. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're still working on this. Welcome to a brainstorming session. Episode, the point is, we're going to start seven. with this one. Well, pool. Look, they know we do our best work at Zaxby's. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head there real quick. We'll be right okay, back. Um, we, <laughs> and, he takes off, and he takes off his headphones. Walt dies by. Um, so we're, we're going to do that. Do we want to go ahead right now, Derek, and give our starting weights at this point? That's fine. Go ahead. Now, if I give my weight, are you not going to give yours? I'm clocking in currently at 226.6. Okay. Now, I would like to state that in... What month is this? October? Yes. In July, I was at 231, and I lost 17 pounds. Wow. I cut out all fried food, so Steve and I weren't having our Zaxby's dates. Because right. Zaxby's doesn't have the grilled chicken. Mm-mm. I had gone, gone solely to water. Mm. I was, which I don't drink a whole lot. I don't drink Coke or anything really anyway. I, I, or I have some Coca-Cola, but very, very little. Well, you know, it, strawberries are an excellent source of fiber. <laughs> For me, it's water or tea. And you hate the tea. I don't like tea, yeah. I you go straight tea. water when I get it. So, and I'm not, a, I'm not a big Starbucks guy mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it's basically just water. It has always been pretty much been water for me. If I go to a restaurant, I'm getting water. Mm-hmm. So I had already had that advantage to me. Um, but I had cut out all fried food, uh, and I had just like begun eating smaller portions. And then I was running. Hmm. I was doing really... You were doing very well. I was well. doing well. Yeah. Like, like I felt like I could... I could tell noticeably and yeah. i felt good like yeah. i felt good not eating that fried food and then 
there was some French fries and anyway, we're at two forty six points. There were some French fries, and one thing led to another, and Steve here we are. was down one night. He said, "Make me a Zach's." Because I grabbed the iPad, <laughs> and four was, packets of Zach's sauce later, here we are at two twenty six point six. Well, back in back in February, I began on the Big Honkin' Show to lose some weight. I I, I had weighed in at like three eighty one, and that's when I said, "You know, if you can say legitimately, I weigh almost four hundred pounds. There's time. It's time to do something." And uh, I got serious. I had some friends wrote me into doing a 5K, which I was not thrilled about. That fell through. But I was kind of training and trying to get in shape for that, you know, to where I could actually do it. Not necessarily run it, but complete it. And um, and I dropped 30 pounds. Like, I was down to 349. And, uh, and then life kind of happened with some stuff. And it's it's hard to be kind of depressed and stressed and still worry about dieting and focus on you know those kind of things we're, we're stress eaters aren't we but then I, I am a little bit but then i jumped back into the restaurant business which was a bit of a mistake and uh because the food's right there and um, <laughs> welcome to steve's spaghetti warehouse that's right. <laughs> welcome to my spaghetti warehouse um hello you look, you look just like that guy <laughs> derek sent me a picture of a a big statue of like the fat happy chefs that there are, and it does. He's got the glasses, he's got the facial hair, and he's is was he rocking a thumbs up? No, he was holding, holding up a sign. sign like Wally Cody. Yeah, yeah. Hello. And uh <laughs> Help. Help, yeah. <laughs> the all the little exclamation points at ampersand. It just fun. said, Ma'am I am tonight. <laughs> Ma'am I am tonight. But, uh, Cartman, so yeah, so I'm back up, you know, a good five pounds. I'm at 354.6 right now, 354.6, mm-hmm. and I'm at 226.6. So, in my weight loss goal, I have a goal to get down to 250, and I'm hoping to get to 185, you know. So, so obviously, your goal is larger than mine. right, and I don't expect to, in the parameters of the fat off, get to my goal. It's gonna be hard to do that in two weeks. That's are we just. <laughs> I almost See, asked you. We're not I almost asked you. I was not with sticking through with stuff. I almost asked you. Are we just going to do it for two weeks? Is that the time frame? Uh, no, I think we are. I'm going to hold you to this because this is. I need the motivation, and I've got to. I've got to. I got to get some of this fat off. And um, you know, I, 250. I know for a lot of people, still like huge and fat. But I've always been a big guy, and at 250. Back in the day, I carried my weight real well, and I look at myself. I look at pictures of me at two fifty. I'm like, that's a good looking guy right there. Mm. That's a yeah, that's a good looking mm. guy. So, Ladies. and we'll see. I may, you know, I may decide to drop thirty more once I get there, you know, and get on down to two twenty. But, you know, I, big shrinking Steve is what we're going to start calling <laughs> me. So the incredible shrinking, <laughs> the incredible shrinking Steve. Um, my my cousin Jason told me one time. He's like, we should call you Svelte Honkin. Steve and I'm like, well, I don't know about Svelte honking, but uh, there you go. So uh, that's going to be happening, and we want you guys to get involved. There's been a lot of you. There were there were several people who listened to Big Honkin Show that were kind of getting in on it, and we want you to update us with your pro- your progress. And there's going to be prizes given and that sort of thing for people who are losing the most weight and 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 yeah. jumping on that. And this thing. is going to go past Geek Out Loud because as Steve said he's gotten himself a vine. Yes, yes. So, so we're going to be implicating that into Twitter. Mm-hmm. And probably, I guess, posting our vines via the the Geek Out Loud. Via the Geek Out Loud. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. Via the Geek Out Loud Twitter feed, which is twitter.com slash geekoutloud. Follow us over there. And uh, and 
and you'll be watching the the slimming down, the mm-hmm. break, the breaking the breaking slim. I'm starting in the morning when I get up. I ran this morning when I get up and run in the morning. I'm going to vine. I, it's just going to be two seconds of yeah. <laughs> like the, do you know how vine works? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I hadn't done one yet, but I know kind of how it works. Yeah, it'll be two seconds of yeah. It's going to cut to be like on the floor vomiting. <laughs> Um, so yeah, <laughs> so that's, that is the weight off or the fat off as it were. Are we, yeah. what were we calling it? The great geek out loud fat off, the great American fat off, the, the great, the stare. Oh, fat. episode seven, episode seven, the fat, the fat off. off. That's right. Geek out loud. Episode seven, the fat off. So, um, it's official. There, it's, it is official. We've put it out there now. Abrams is doing some fascinating work with it. I can't wait for you to see it. To see what he does. He actually made us both look thin. Really? He got some of the mirrors and whatnot. It's ILM. <laughs> All up in here. All right. Uh, well, let's do this right now. We've got some emails, and, and it's always been a huge part of Geek Out Loud are the emails. So let's uh, let's jump into some emails. We're also here. Oh, yeah. Well, I just I have to get to the emails first. Um, this is this is something that we've not really. Uh, wait, hold on. Damn it! I can't do two things at once. All right, this is something that we've not really. Uh, done before Derek um this comes from Jake R2 Jake 2 in fact uh R2D2 that one time fast R2D2's redneck cousin um but he, his name's Jake he's from Chicago huge Star Wars fan recently stumbled upon Geek Out Loud after listening an unfortunate screen name if <laughs> not <laughs> indeed he says uh um love listening to Rebel Force Radio which we are now part of Shot Glass Digital. So glad to be there with you guys. He said, uh, not knowing where to start, I decided to play Russian Roulette and clicked a random episode, which happened to be Speak When Spoken To. Uh, Steve and Derek had me dying of laughter. I immediately wanted more. Um, all I ask, happened in that one? All I ask is that you bring Bob Dylan back. Heck, Crispin Glover can come back too. So, um, I, should should we do a... Those are horrible, horrible impersonations of Crispin Glover and, and uh, I almost said Ben Affleck. Bob Dylan? Hey, you. Mow my yard. Mow my... Hey! Hey, I'm just mowing your yard. Mowing your lawn on a sunny afternoon. Watching Breaking Bad. Spoiling it for you. <laughs> Walt Days! End. I just... I don't know... If I can take the spoiling of Breaking Bad, that kind of rejection, uh, that's terrible. See, it wasn't really worth it, no, was it, Jake? No, sorry, Jake. Uh, R5D Jake, whatever your name R2, is. R2Jake2, man, come on. Get it R2Jake2? Right. R2Jake2. Derek, I'm really excited about this one, this this particular email. I want to take... Well, I'm glad something excites you. <laughs> I want to take you back to... How far? Episode seventy six. Uh, no, Skynex. <laughs> the Skynex days. Yeah, the Skynex days. Um, the joke you made. We're on our road to hundred. That's right. We're on the road to hundred, sir. It's we're, ten year mission. We're at episode. It's ten year. <laughs> to explore strange. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
Remember at Skynex, we had a doctor that would email us from time to time to answer queries and questions about various things that we had. A professor, I believe. Like a professor doctor. Remember that? Professor doctor. About literature and whatnot. Literature. You mean like a professor doctor? Yeah, like a professor doctor. Do you remember that? Like No we, time for professors, Dr. Jones. No time for professor, Dr. Jones. Uh, do you remember that when we would like, because there were all the different literary illusions and stuff that show had, and we would talk about them. Probably I would get them wrong most of the time. And uh, and then this person, I can't remember her name. It was a lady. Ladies. Do you remember? I didn't remember it being a lady. Okay. Well, it was Professor Dr. Brian Austin Green. That's right. Professor Brian. Well, we've got a new doctor, a medical doctor. Listening to Geek Out Loud. Well, good. Now they can tell us how what our BMI is at. Exactly. Uh, Dr. Dominique Garant from Quebec, Canada. Okay. Uh, here's what he says. Um, Geek Out on movies. One of the big problems I have with the DC Universe movies is the shaky cam. I, I guess... Did Green Lantern have a shaky cam in the DC Universe movies? I'd be honest with you, I don't really remember. Mm -mm. I remember that Hot Wheels loop-de-loop thing, but that was yeah. awesome. Uh, you don't get it with the Star Wars movies. You don't see it with the Marvel movies. Only in the DC Universe, you get this annoying, easy way out editing. That's the, that's the first time. we you know, When we had our Superman, our Man Did of Steel Did Batman have that? Yeah, bad, and especially in Begins. It was horrible in Begins. The only time I really remember it in Begins is... Um... The scene at the dot at the. Anyway, dude, when they're on that train, I have no idea how that fight goes down between him and Ra's Al Ghul. Because the the camera. I'm gonna so be. Shaky. I'm gonna tell you how it. Okay. Batman wins. <laughs> and Qui Gon dies. I don't have to save you. Um. Uh, but the easy way out editing idea—that's not—that's something I've never really considered. Is that? Is that? Do you think that? The shaky just, cam is an artistic draw. choice? Or you... uh, no. Mm, no. Okay. All right. Um, I think they think it's artsy. That's, uh, see, I don't think it's an easy... I'm Batman. I'm, the camera has to shake around me because the, the cameraman's so nervous. Yeah. The cameraman should be nervous around me. Until he finds out I'm just a love-struck puppy dog. Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. I went ahead and sipped my water after that. Yeah, <laughs> very unprofessional. I'm just puppy dog. He goes on to say, "This is not Blair Witch or Cloverfield. They're not trying to simulate amateur recording. I really hope J.J. Uh, Abrams will stay away from it in the Star Wars sequels. I know you love Superman, Batman, and all the DC he heroes. What do you think about the Transformer trend, where action scenes are buried in a blur? I'm gonna give it to him. Catwoman was pretty rough. Hmm." Did you ever watch Catwoman? I did. Did you really? I did. How? Very carefully. I mean, like, what? How? This is, you've kept this hidden from me all these years. What? It, it wasn't that long ago, Steve. Okay. This is something like you stumbled was, upon was, on TV? Yeah, it was like three in the morning and it was on like okay. stars or I, something. I give you a pass then. <laughs> Late night TV viewing, nothing else on. But you get away with things. It, it was yeah, it was like two or three in the morning. It was on stars, hmm. and I remember thinking, "Oh, it's it's over." And I was like, "Oh no, this is the beginning." <laughs> oh, I guess I should sit here till four thirty and watch this. How was it? Oh, it was not not good. Was it everything you heard? It was. 
I mean, I honestly sat there and went, was Green Lantern this bad? I was going to say, compare it to, like, Batman and Robin. I mean, because Batman and Robin is universally panned. Okay, well, you got it. You got a few. There. A, it's Batman. Mm-hmm. Anything with Batman is automatically gonna be better. B, okay. I'm not a big Halle Berry fan. Okay, all right. Three, the costume. Hmm. Yeah, the costume. Or I'm gonna have to go back to Halle Berry again. Okay. You don't like the Halle Berry? Not as Catwoman. Okay. What about as a Bond girl? Jinx. Yeah. Well, that kind of. Then you have to get into that whole movie. Yeah, that's tr- that that movie with that bag. That, you remember that movie? Is was she in the one with the ice castle? Yeah. Okay. What was that? Die another day. That was die another day. Yeah. That had that terrible Madonna song at the beginning. It did, and then it had that terrible Madonna sword fight scene. Sigmund Freud, Madonna. Oh, she was the she was the sword she was person. The chick, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, he goes on to talk a little bit about Star Wars and. He he talks about some of the mysteries he loved, and he gets into uh, the standalones. He says, I hope the standalones will be about new characters. Uh, imagine a new smuggler mercenary plot uh, pilot in Episode 7 that helps the heroes during a fight. Uh, maybe the next one-off movie could be about that guy. Let's take an example and go back to 1999. The Phantom Menace comes out. Next year, you do a Mace Window movie. Then Attack of the Clones come out. Next year, you do a comedy about the death stick smoking guy changing his life. <laughs> You want to buy some death sticks? Then Revenge of the Sith comes out. A year later, you make uh, a Tarful and the Wookiees movie. Uh, right now, I'm scared about the rumored movies. Han Solo, Yoda, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon. Why revisit characters that are currently perfect? Han Solo is perfect. We see him in three movies. He's great. Why go back to his past? I want to know what happens to him, not what already happened. Um, let me ask you, Derek, because we haven't talked... When will then be now? Went soon. We haven't really talked about this. Um, what... Why talk about things that aren't going to happen? The standalone films? Oh, my God. Really? The standalone Star Wars films? I just... Dude, that's Disney's confirmed that. That was one of the first things they said. But I I told you, and you agreed with me. We were at Zaxby's. It was November 12th. (laughs) It's always November 1955. You were wearing the red shirt on the Mm -hmm, iPad. mm -hmm. And, and And I said to you, until I'm sitting in a theater... I'm not going to believe episode seven's happening until okay. I'm there. Well, now episode seven's happening. I'm not, not, no, okay. not until I'm there. What about these standalone films? Not until I'm there. What if? Well, let's just speculate about it and pretend that I'm not the- even. I'm not even on the Man of Steel two bandwagon until I'm sitting in there. Mm. Well, there's not going to be a Man of Steel two. You. Sh- 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 it's a Batman sh- Superman sh- movie. Sh- <laughs> sh- um. Sh- no, but seriously. It, in these standalone films, there's been the rumors that there'll be like a Han Solo origin yeah. story. I know the rumors. Yeah. What do you and think right of now that? that? And right now, that's all they are. Okay. Exactly. They're, they're whispers on the wind. They are. But what do you think? Help me out. Converse with me a little bit. Tell, uh-huh. me, tell me your feelings and thoughts. Well, I don't think they're going to happen. Really? I mean, do you really not? Are you just saying that because you don't want to get hopes up? Or are you just saying that because... If there are standalone films, mm-hmm. I do not believe they will be any... I do... I honestly... You can talk bad about Star Wars right now. I'm not talking bad speculate. about Star Wars. You know I love the wars. I know. I just don't want you to feel like you have to tread lightly in this. In this I'm area. not. Maybe your best course would be to tread lightly. The, mm. um, you better believe it. All dies. Um, <laughs> right now, uh, I have a hard time believing they will go back and do origin stories. 
on any of these characters. See, I do too. I think that would just ruin so much. They will not do a young Han Solo. I, I do not think. I don't think they should. I mean, they, there was a specific reason they ended up cutting it from episode three. What was that specific reason? That they didn't think it was going to work. Okay. I, I mean, I agree. I just, I, I don't think, I think that too much of these things is not good for Star Wars. Star Wars has all, one of the, one of the keys to me about Star Wars has always been some of the ambiguity and mystery that's been in, yeah. in some of these Yeah, I mean, let's, let's pump out some more Christmas specials. That's all Ooh. I'm saying. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we saw what happens when you, when you find out what Chewbacca's home life is all about. Why, why must we go back again? Well, <laughs> Did didn't we say enough about the domestication of Chewbacca in, in the holiday special? Must we go young Han Solo? <laughs> Anyhow, this comes from uh, Dr. Dominique Grant up in Quebec. Thank you, doctor. And, and he ends by saying, oh, and by the way, if you ever need the opinion of a medical doctor on anything geeky, from Padme's death of a broken heart to Batman's broken back, feel free to get in touch with me. I love podcasting. My English accent is probably hilarious. Hmm. I think we need to have Dominique on. We need to get Dr. Garant. I guess it's Garant. Uh, it's, I mean, no offense. To, are you sure it's a man? Oh, Dominique. Uh, yeah. Shoot. I kind of thought she might be a woman. Oh. Uh, we should probably go to have this conversation. This is one of those Zaxby's conversations. This is one of those Zaxby's If it is not a... If he... Just, she... No, let's not shoot yourself in the foot. Let's okay. just, just refer to... That person is Dr. Doctor, Dominique. Doctor Doctor D? Doctor Dominique. Doctor or what about his last or the doctor's Shh, last You did it again. No pronouns. <laughs> the doctor's last name is Garant. Why not Doctor G? I don't know that you're pronouncing that correctly. So, but Why don't the we G, just say Doctor It starts Do with G. What? Let's just say Doctor Dominique. Okay, Doctor Dominique. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I'm really interested now. Oh man. You screwed up so much. I have. I have. <laughs> Dr. Dominique, you have an invitation to come on the show because I have a lot of geek medical questions. I don't on think asking. they're going to come on the show now, to be totally honest with you. Why are you talking in your Batman voice? I'm not. This is my Batman voice. I think we can convince them to come on quite nicely, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. You're garbage. Doctor, <laughs> is it true that strawberries are an excellent source of fiber, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing? Everybody knows that. Move on. Okay. Moving on. Uh, um, so, so, yeah, Dr. Dominique, we would love to... I would love it. ...have you on the show, Dr. Dominique. Dr. Dominique. All right, doctor. 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 Doctors doctor. in, in the, hallway. the hallway. Uh This one comes from Tyler. He says... <laughs> R2J2, Dr. Dominique. And Tyler. And Tyler. Tyler says, I'm a big fan of your podcast. A while back, I started watching Smallville, got into the podcast craze, and found the first one I ever listened to was Starkville House of L and was immediately hooked due to the humor and passion you guys had for the show. Then I moved on to Geek Out Loud, which was right down my alley due to my things, uh, my love of all things geekish. Haven't missed an episode since. During that time, uh, he was surprised to find out different things about us and me. Moving the focus back to Geek Out Loud, I have a couple of questions for you. I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well. I was wondering what your thoughts are on fan edits that people have made to these films. Have you seen any of the fan edit stuff, Derek? Like the yes. Phantom edit and Star Wars Revisited? Uh, I have seen the Phantom edit. Mm -hmm. And I have seen uh, the Superman Returns edit. Okay. Oh, there's, su there's Superman fan edits. I tried to give you Superman Returns while you were here, and you didn't want it. 
No, I don't remember that. Well, it happened. Where were we? Right here. Oh, we weren't in Zaxby's? I own the chair. Okay, well. Maybe now, I was just... go to, Why would we actually go to Zaxby's and sit together? We have a perfectly good system worked out. <laughs> why? 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 It's not broke. <laughs> hey, Skyping from Zaxby's on the FaceTime. Bob, you don't FaceTime and Skype with the same bro. <laughs> I do. They did it special for me. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm Bob Dylan. <laughs> what do they get Zaxby's get their spokesperson to be Bob Dylan? Because uh, he's Bob Dylan, man. He loves how do Zaxby's. we how do we become the official sponsors for Zaxby's? I, I think we because I'm gonna be honest with you. I will say, dang, the weight off right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. If it if it comes down to being an official spokesperson for Zaxby's or losing weight, I'm gonna go Zaxby's go spokesperson. Fat, happy and money. That's right. <laughs> fat, happy and money. Um. But anyhow, so you've they seen... They me a Zach sauce. I don't care. What does the Superman Returns fan edit entail? Well, obviously, they put in the, the Return to Krypton sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that And, and there's a, a lot of stuff that they uh, edit around and took out a lot of the stuff with the henchmen and with um, Kitty. I'm having trouble remembering all of yeah, it kitty, now. Kitty, 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 uh. kitty. I've only watched it once. Yeah. Um, they changed a lot of the music around. Huh. How do you feel about these things? You know, I don't really like fan-made stuff. Hmm. At all. Like podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Remember when you were on the season six DVD of Smallville? You take that back. (laughs) You were. You were there. No, that was not me. That was some (laughs) other guy that actually had hair. It was like, wasn't it like you and Tucker? No. And Will? That's not us. That was Bizarro. Okay. World. It was just those. It was just you three guys, right? Nope. It was nobody. There, Houston was on there. Who is Houston? I knew that was coming. Uh, exactly. I'm nothing if not predictable. Yes. Um. When you say you don't Why like fan things, like this? you don't like you don't like fan fiction. Uh. I like that we live in an age where people express themselves. Mm-hmm. In different ways, sure. I guess, for different yeah. mediums. I think it's cool. I think it's, you know, that 20 years ago, stuff like that didn't happen. And 20 years from now, it'll be something totally different. So we live in it happening right now. Yeah. Um, I won't say I don't like them. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's not my cup of tea. I would not, you know, I'm, I'm if I get up in the morning with a cup of coffee, I'm going for the newspaper. I'm not going for... Oh my God, Clark and Chloe got together. <laughs> Chapter fourteen just hit my inbox. Um, well, I when it comes to like these fan edits, like with the Superman Returns, so you didn't really enjoy it. Okay, that's a tough one because I I, I love that the whole sequence was added in there sure, and like we took yeah. out the opening credits though. Oh. Because they were like, it's just a rehash of... It doesn't. See, that's there. That's where I kind of get to the point of these things. So it just it opens with the S-Shield, much like Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Or any of the See? Nolan Batman films. Open. And then it goes straight into Krypton. And then he lands in Kansas. Hmm. See, um, I, my thing with stuff like that is that opening credit sequence for Superman Returns worked because what Superman Returns was. Exactly. And they tried to make Returns less 
less uh, a Donner homage kind of movie. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Which was interesting, and it was sure. a fun watch, and I love that movie. I've, I've seen Phantom Edit. Mm-hmm. You know what really interested me back last year was Topher Grace. Did you hear about this? Yeah, where he edited the prequels together in like a short film almost. or like one It wasn't a film. short film. It was like two and a half hours. Yeah, but he he edited them together to make one film out of the Yeah, the, the film opens... You get the opening crawl, and the film opens with with um, Duel of the Fates. Yeah, I, and you know you don't even see young Anakin. The first time you meet Anakin's when he's in Episode Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but the, he did that as more of an experiment because he was wanting to learn editing, and he loved Star Wars, and it was never a thing that was going to be released to people, and it wasn't like this is I can do it better than they did it. No, it was just a, it was it was him. He said he wanted to get into editing, and what better did he? Could he edit then something he knew by heart? Right. And so it was just for a group of his friends. But something like that interests mm-hmm. me. Well, like the Star Wars Revisited stuff, the dude is is a genius, a technical genius when it comes to special effects and that sort of things. And he does a few color corrections here and there. Um, he he tries to tighten up a few shots with his editing. He, he adds in Battle of the Heroes very lightly underneath Obi-Wan and Vader's fight on the Death Star. Um you know, which added a nice air to it, but you know there was a reason there was no music in there when they first did the movie, and it wasn't yeah. for budget, and it was because George Lucas wanted those lightsabers to be the soundtrack in that moment, and um, and he took there was one scene where he take where uh, when the Death Star's blowing up Alderaan, he shows from Alderaan's perspective, and Jar Jar's kind of in the foreground, or a Gungan with his back to the cameras in the foreground, watching the laser hit a mountain, and um. You know, and the idea is, I don't want to say the dude doesn't love Star Wars. Obviously, he does, or he wouldn't spend the time doing it. I think he's working on the Empire Revisited right now. But all these fan edits, especially of Star Wars, when it comes to Star Wars, it's never about we love these movies and we like playing with them. It's we think we can do better. Than yeah, them. it's it's. I don't like the interpretation taken from some people of you screwed it up. Here, I'm going to fix it. Right, and and that's that's my problem with it. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 changes that Lucasfilm puts in these movies. You know that's a whole different debate and a whole different thing to talk about and chew on because some of them are actually great things. The special editions, uh, as they were in '97, the space battle at the end of Star Wars was only made better through the advent of digital technology. You get to see those ships doing things you could never see them do with just the still the static thing with a camera moving in on it. Um, and and it made that it, it brought to life that battle in, in such a way that it couldn't be done in the seventies when it was when it was shot. The opening up of Cloud City and Empire Strikes Back, you know, the removing of some of those white walls and it takes away that whitewashed look and the way they did the lighting. It's it's really amazing. They got a little bit, I think, overzealous in a few parts here and there with the you know, the subsequent releases of the DVDs and then the Blu rays. Um, the crate dragon that Obi-Wan does when he's coming up on the sand people is one thing that has changed multiple times. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's never been something that I've been like, well, this makes me hate Star Wars and George Lucas is an idiot and I couldn't do it any better. And I don't like the attitude where people say um, that they could do it better. And so that's kind of, you know, I, I always go official releases. I've watched only the one, I haven't even seen the, the Phantom edit i've only seen the star wars revisited and uh and i'm the dude's talented like the dude knows his stuff and and he does some great work here and there with with some different things tightening up but 
to me, it's not, you know, I want the official thing. I don't want, I don't want a fan edit, you know. It's just like with, uh, <laughs> it's just like with other stuff. And, uh, and what, like you say, with the fan stuff, it's not that I'm anti-fan stuff. It's just that. Exactly. You know, it's just. I, I don't. Purist? Yeah, I'm a purist, I guess, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So. Uh, the next, this next email, our last email here today comes from, and, and this is actually a really, really good one here, Derek. Um, mm-hmm. it's from Aaron and Aaron says, long time listener, first time writer, I think. Uh, anyway, I was just wondering if you'd ever consider a show or shows discussing the DC animated TV shows. I'm thinking the Batman, Superman and Justice League shows from the nineties to the early two thousands. I watched a lot of these as they aired, even though I was 20 in 1992. Anyway, I recently started getting them on DVD and have fallen in love again. My problem is that I have very bad eyesight. I'm legally blind, in fact. So while I love the characters and such, I've never been able to get a lot out of the comics. I can read the text, but when it comes to the action, I've got no idea what's going on. With these shows, however, I've felt like I get to enjoy these characters and the style of storytelling that I imagine that the comics readers get to enjoy. So far, I've gotten Batman's Volume 1, 2, and 3, Superman's Volume 1, 2, and 3, and Justice League Season 1 and 2. The only DC animated uh, movies I have, animated universe movies I have, are The Mark, the Mask of the Phantasm and Sub-Zero. I'd move over to Marvel at, uh, and pick up the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, but Disney is sort of being jerks about selling the series, we'll talk about that in a second, in individual volumes, and I feel DC would just put out in one or two box sets for a lot cheaper price. I really want the show, but Disney can just stick it in their vault until they bring the price down a little. <laughs> well. Also... Um, he goes on to ask about, I know how you've touched on the 70s Incredible Hulk show with Bill Bixby. I was a little kid when that show originally hit and it rocked my world. I was born in 72, uh, so I was probably about six or so, and I loved it. I was lucky enough to get the whole series for Christmas a few years back, and it really holds up. Well, uh, Bixby is amazing, and I've already <laughs> gone through it in the follow-up NBC movies from the 90s twice. Anyway, just an idea. If you don't feel these are show-worthy topics, I'd love to get more of your. I'd love just to get more of your opinion on. Them. Thanks and have a great day, Aaron. Uh, Derek, you're a huge DC fan, uh, big Superman fan. I know, uh, all-around comic book fan. These, the, the, first off, the Batman animated series from the '90s. I think it is a tentpole in animation. I think it's a tentpole in. I think it is the tentpole. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it it did for animation in the modern era, I think, what Fleischer and company did back with the original Superman shorts. Um, it's it, it revolutionized the storytelling that we'd see for characters on TV. It revolutionized what we expected from superheroes on TV. And uh, it, was, it was huge. Bruce Timm and company, huge, huge, huge uh deal for them um the superman animated series just as good to me superman uh, you know of course it was a bit different take and you didn't like the superman animated series why not are you here are we at zach's face oh you're right there i see you shaking your head um yeah i, I was not a huge fan of the superman really? animated series i not like i was the batman mm-hmm. series I did not like the animation in the Superman series, which carried over heavily into the Justice League. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not really a fan of the Justice League. I liked the original Justice League more. I did not like Unlimited at all. Okay. Yeah, we've, we've talked about that years ago, yeah, back in like yeah. episode 60, I think. We were at Zach's yeah. <laughs> yeah, episode 60. I should have let you go. You are making a better joke. <laughs> and I didn't even catch it. Um, Like five years ago, like, like episode five, 64. Episode 64, yeah. The... um. You remember. Yeah, you you were there. 
But now, I got to tell you something. Justice League Unlimited, the way the storylines carried throughout both of those seasons. Um, it's I mean, such, I watched them all. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know, I've got I, Superman. I've got the entire Superman mm-hmm. animated series on DVD. I, I dig it. I dig it. I don't like some of the character designs. I wasn't a fan of... Uh, well, actually, I was. Didn't Gilbert Godfrey do Mixers Piddlick? I think so. McGurk! Yeah. Um, I did like those. And that's not good. That's... <laughs> uh, I didn't. I felt like Bizarro was way too sympathetic in Superman. They made a series, but that's really the only problem I ever had with that show. I dug Brainiac. Brainiac was cool. Um, Luther, I like Clancy I like Brown Clancy. is Luther. Yeah. I like Clancy. Uh, but I mean, when you get over to the Batman stuff, it, obviously these. I feel like these people just had their hands around Batman and what they want to do with Batman a lot better than they did Superman. And but they're I I love them. I think they're both great series, and I love the Justice League stuff. Yeah. And I love the Justice League Unlimited stuff. Like I say, because of the storylines that follow through. And when the Legion of Doom kind of finally shows up in that one season, it's like, oh, my. you know, that's just the kid in me that just starts to completely freak out. And I'm like, it's a Legion of Doom. And, you know, there's the, and there's the dark side undercurrent. I mean, the one of the greatest moments in any of those animated series is the Superman speech he gives the dark side. Yeah, that's and, the, from the last episode. Yeah, and granted, it's ruined when Lex Luthor has to step in and save the day. I didn't like that necessarily. Well, you know, why can't shows... I'm going to be honest with you. For my buck, the best animated show I've watched in a long time is on right now, and that's Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah? Just in terms of writing. In, I mean, it feels like I'm watching a real... It feels like I'm watching Smallville or Supernatural. Really? In terms I've not of watched setting, it. In terms of setting up arcs, delivering season finales, cliffhangers, all that. It's not just that it's not a one shot deal. Mm. I mean, it is, but you're carrying stuff over from week to week. And yeah. really, it's just dang good. Huh. And that Batman show that's on right now is terrible. What what is what is on right now? It's not Beware the Batman. Beware the Batman. I hadn't seen anything of it. It's awful. Is and it? um uh, no offense, my, I mean, a lot of people work on it. A lot of people work on it. That's great. It's not for me. Let's mm-hmm. not say it's awful. It's not my cup of bat. Mm-hmm. Got that. It's your cup of bat. Your bat, <coughs> your bat flying at me your at Omaha. Yeah. Hit um. the deck. <laughs> Down. Uh, well, but is it because what the Brave they... and the Bold was fun? But again, it was not. It was just. I think. I think Brave and the Bold was kind of pandering's not the right word. Brave and the Bold was... It was kind of meant to be a joke. It was meant to be a joke. It was meant to be fun. But there's that sweet moment in the end when he literally looks right at the camera and he's like, I'll always be here to protect you. You know, I'll always be there to look out for I you. I had fun with Brave and the Bold, but again, it was just... I mean, it was just one yeah. of those, you know... The, the one... It was over. The, the one that came on Kids WB for a bit, or Fox Kids, it was just called The Batman. I kind of liked that It one. had... I. It took me a while to warm up to it because I didn't like the character designs of some of the people. I didn't like the penguin doing Kung Fu. I didn't like the take on the Joker. I'll tell you what it took me is there was an episode with Superman. Exactly. When they started I watched that and then I went back and rewatched yeah. the whole series. I love the classic feel they had with that. There was all, you know, there was a little bit of the, the, the Adam West era feel of some of the, yeah. like the transitions and all it wasn't campy like that, but it was the music and stuff was there. The Superman arc in that Batman show really, really, really 
sucked me in as well because they took that even further and were moving forward. And then they ended the show. It's like just as the show to me was getting really good, they ended it. And this is kind of a trend in animation these days where they order a set number of shows and rather than if it's successful, keep going, they're just like, well, we'll redo with, with something else now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess that's a business model for animation for like just to get them to enough to syndication and then move on to the next thing. But I feel like you're missing an opportunity to to build something a little more lasting, to build something that's going to be talked about years yeah, I, down the like, road. I think like with prior knowledge that stuff's going down, and, and it's not all the way that works in the animation world, but like Ninja Turtles, I totally could see them ending properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish... Been and it's a perfect example because... I could I could grab my nephew and watch it with him and he loves it and understand what's going on but I could too at the same time. Mm-hmm. They've they've got that balance down and it's just and it's I mean I grew up with Ninja Turtles. I love Ninja Turtles. I hated the show a few years ago. The, was that the TMNT? That was the movie. Yeah, I liked I actually liked that movie. Okay, um but no either. Fox had a show. Okay. Where they rebooted it. Was that the live action stuff? The, no, uh, no, 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 no. Well, that was just god awful. Yeah, they no, crossed th- over this with the was, Power this Rangers. This was an animated series. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I say like ten, 10 years ago, probably maybe longer. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it exactly came on. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Well, and and it seems to me like there are times where things like what happened to Thundercats on the Cartoon Network. I never watched it. It was actually really good. Um, well, you know, He Man. The He Man reboot 10, was really 12 good. Years ago yeah. was getting decent and it wasn't my favorite but oh i was into it man when they started to bring in like hordak and they were getting into some of the like the she-ra mythos you know myth mythos i guess or the storyline that where you could see where they might be bringing some of that mess in i was like this is about to get real up in this piece on this he-man show and it just didn't catch on it didn't grab the audience and i always felt it's, it's that and it's like why isn't there a superman show right now I don't think people. I think it goes back to what we talked about last time. We were talking about the whole announcement of the Batman being in Superman in the Superman sequel. Is that I don't know that they trust that character for some reason. I'm excited for Rebels, but and I loved Clone Wars, but then Clone Wars is gone. Yeah. Have you heard what they're going to do? I mean, how the DVD is going to work? I've, the DVD is coming out in October for season five. But, but that's not going to have that's not going to have the bonus content from what I understand these these episodes. And then the other day I heard they were only going to release like one of the story arcs. Great. And so I don't. I mean, and to me that's kind of a, a screw the pooch kind of thing if I can use that terminology. Because I'm going to be honest with you, almost everything on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon is boring. It's bad or not entertaining. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I you know not that I need to be sitting around watching Crickets. cartoons, but you know. Um, did I lose you? We lost Derek here for a second. We're going to see if we can get him back. Technical difficulty. To me, it's just I do not find it entertaining. I don't either. I've, I've, I, and not that I sit I around mean, watching I see people talking about Adventure Time. Yeah, I don't get it. Just don't. I I've don't watched it. it. I've tried. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I, I tried to do the. They did the Voltron reboot, the Voltron Force. Yeah, and it was because it was super. Yeah, because it was super bad. It was, and it was like for a minute, it's like every time they start to go back to what was good about that show back in the day, which Voltron doesn't really hold up um, 
as it is, but as they would get into trying to expanding some of that old school storyline and, and bring it up, because the idea was these were the same characters just down the road. Uh, it always seemed to me to get better and better and better, um, but it just it didn't really. I don't know. It was just weird. It never really, it never really played well to me. So, um, I yeah, I've not since the Clone Wars. I've not seen anything that has captured my attention animation. Well, I take that back. There's one show that's captured my attention animation wise. We'll talk about in the snippets. Did I lose you again? I'm right here. Okay. Speaking of the snippets, Derek, come ride with me on my Segway. In- <laughs> ride with me. Into into the snippet. Ow! Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has uh, gotten two episodes <laughs> in, and everybody has an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, at this point, it's easier to ask, who doesn't have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's, podcast? That'd be us. <laughs> Just you and me, <laughs> Just I feel me like. You. Yeah. Um, it's fine. We made the start choice because Whedon's going down. Well, now let's not start that. We know what people do when we start kind of getting a little, little testy with Whedon. But it's not a good show, Steve. It's uh, Derek. I got to be honest with you. I've not thoroughly enjoyed it. I was so bored <laughs> in the pilot. It has nothing to do with Joss Whedon. I, if it had been somebody else, but it had been exactly done the same. I, yeah, the show it was so boring mm-hmm. yeah i i turned away in the second episode to watch the voice oh steve yeah well i had a former student that was going to be on so and she ended up being on tonight i watched the first 10 minutes of the second episode and then fast forwarded to the end because i saw a gif of what was coming right. and i wanted to right. see that part to see that part the thing is I, spoiler alert walt dies spoiler alert nick fury um the nick thing Cage? No, Fury. Cage? Oh. Is it Nick Cage? Nick Cage is furious. What do you think I'm going to do? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get the bunny. Hey! Back on the plane. Get the bunny! Let... get Drop the bunny! Anyhow, um... <laughs> it's just not... I feel like they're being too quippy. It's too many jokes. Too much... It's, it's trying to be too silly and not. I understand you're not going to have big budget. You know, you're not going to have a movie budget for a TV show. Well, that sort of and thing. there's that's the thing, Steve. It's like I knew when this got announced, I was like, they're going to have to do something pretty awesome every week to keep me from going. Hey, where are those other guys? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't they live a, like around the corner? There's a reason that. Uh, there's never and, been and a... Iron Man three had the same problem. However, I forgot about it in Iron mm. Man three. There, there's, there's been a problem. I mean, I'm sorry. There's a reason why Shield has never had an ongoing comic book series. You know, it works great as this background organization that's happening where things are, you know, taking place. It's a big government thing. But when you start to get into the ins and outs of it, it's, it's not something that people in a universe where there's all these superheroes, it's not something that people want to focus in on too much. Right. Unless you've got really super compelling characters. And quite frankly, the, everyone's favorite characters that kind of tied the whole Marvel Universe together in Phase 1, I, I don't like Coulson. I mean, there At it is. I, I said it out loud. I, I mean, I do, but I don't like him in this show. See... 
he's too <sighs> he's too funny. He's too talky. There's not, you know, he's he I, was the comic relief in all of the movies, and then and now yeah. And now he's carrying this on him, which nothing against him. He's a great actor. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. I'm not, but he he ends up being a little ba when he needs to be. Indeed, indeed. And my problem's not as much him. I don't care about any of the other characters, and I don't think I'm going to care about any of the other characters, and, and uh, unless it's Maria Hill and How I Met Your Mother ends hurries up and ends because oh my god, How I Met Your Mother this season is excruciating. Mm. But I digress. I went off and you didn't follow me oh, and now I, I'm lost. Well, I mean, there's, I'm sorry. Steve. I mean, it's it's the storyline. They, you know, there's something going on with Coulson. There's a reason he's back, and everyone knows. But he's him. either a robot or it's magic. Yeah, you know, and it may be they're they're setting him up to be the Vision, or they're setting him up to be Ultron. Um, there is uh, there's no through line right now. You know, this chick with the uh, I'm sorry, that's that's misogynistic. This this girl who has you know the rising tide stuff um you know there's they tried to do something with her at the end of this one where you know she's like i'm in like she's going to be some kind of double agent secret spy she's kind just of thing buffy i don't even think she's buffy because she's not kicking butt she's you know she's great on a computer i sad buffy did it first um, i was so bored with it yeah i and i was hoping for so much and maybe they'll they'll end up surprising me and i what did i tell you it ended <clears throat> we were sitting at Zaxby's. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. It ended. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? I said, I bet you money within five episodes, somebody shows up from the oh, movies. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you then what happens that. in the second episode? Second episode, here comes here comes uh, Nick Fury. Nick Cage. And that, that interchange was... Odd. It was odd because it was out of character for Nick Fury. The Nick Fury we've gotten to know in these movies, he's never been the loud, fussing... Maybe he's a robot. Maybe he is a life model decoy, but he's never been Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Like he's, There's always been a measuredness to the way he's interacted with everybody, even when he's getting serious with the, uh, with the council. And they're like, are you questioning? He's like, I'm questioning your dumb A decisions. You know, yeah. but, it's never, but it's never that, say what again? Say what yeah. again? You know, but here he did. He broke that out. He's like, going to talk to me about authority. I'm like, that's not, that's not how he's been. I, I, I'm not pleased. They're not drawing me in at all. Me either. And and again, that's not to say that I don't appreciate the work that's being done or these actors. I don't. Sort of and thing. you know, I hate to be that. You know, beggars can't be choosers because if you had told 15 year old Derek and Steve that we get this one day, and it wouldn't be David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Right. Which is a big selling point. Exactly. Um, we would have been crazy for mm-hmm. it. Sure. Definitely. But, Dude, I was crazy for the 1992 Captain America. That was 15-year-old Steve. You know, with, with uh, Matt Salinger and Ned Beatty. I was... Old. Do, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, but I was crazy for that. I was crazy for those Hulk TV specials that Aaron was mentioning earlier in his email. This is just something that... I don't know. In a world where we get the Avengers on the big screen, in a world where there are multiple superhero TV or cartoon shows on right now where you can really invest in these characters and, and that sort of thing, you, to me, here's what I expected out of this show. I didn't expect it to be big budget movie looking, but I expected them to have the return of Hydra or AIM rising up even in the, you know, out of the ashes of what took place in 
in Iron Man 3. These are, these are forces that S.H.I.E.L.D. has always kind of fought against. And there are characters within these forces that you can bring about that you don't have to have as superheroes. Madam Hydra. Uh, you know, they could even, uh, as a tentpole, do like MODOK and stuff. And I know you might not be familiar with those characters, Derek. Um, but, you know, these are characters that, that are kind of mid-tier, but in a setting of like this would be huge. And you could start to build some, build some real... You've got some cool ground delay here yeah you could really lay some neat ground for this show and i feel like they're not doing it i feel like they're doing almost one-offs with a very small little through line in them um you know and and i know that you know it takes a bit for a show to get its feet and so i haven't written the show off completely you know no, I'm, no. I'm gonna keep watching mm-hmm. but i'm i'm kind of disappointed it didn't inspire me to do a podcast i'll tell you that well it did everybody else right so um, that's fine. We're holding out for Arrow season two. That's right, Michael Cohen. We're coming for you. Um, we're doing the Tomorrow People. That's what the Tomorrow People. I don't know what that is. Well, it was a show on the BBC in the '60s, and then Nickelodeon did a reboot in the '90s, and now CW's doing a reboot. Oh wow! Snip it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just give that one. No, that's a snip. I think that deserves one. something a little extra. Well, okay. Thank so you. There you go. <laughs> uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, Derek. <clears throat> I'm still where I've only seen maybe four episodes. Mm-hmm. I think we're only like five or six in. Okay, I've seen two episodes. Okay, all right. I've, I've probably seen three or four. I, two of them were two part. Yeah. Okay, um, that was the first. Yeah. I've. I like it better than I do the Avengers. I have not been too big on the Avengers cartoon. I've not either. I've not either. I do not like. Um, Falcon. Okay. I got to be honest with you. Is that racist? I'm sorry. No, no, I've got to be honest with you. I've only watched five minutes of the Avengers. Really? Yeah. I just, I'm not into it. I, I, I loved Earth's Mightiest Heroes so much, and I loved what they were doing with that show and the way they were bringing in not just the Avengers, but the whole of the Marvel Universe. And, to kind of cut that off and to move into this just so it'll play into the movies really irked me. And so I came in predisposed not to like it that much. So, but Hulk and the Agents of Smash, I was also... Well, I mean, that's your bread and butter. It is, but I was also like, oh my gosh, you're really going to put all these people together and Red Hulk and She-Hulk and oh, this is going to be horrible. It's going to be comedy. Then I found out Paul Dini was involved. Yeah. Then I found out friend of the show James Arnold Taylor was involved. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've got to uh, check this out. Then James Arnold Taylor plays the leader, um, who is one of my favorite villains of all time. Ever. Uh, they've done this great thing with Scar where you don't really, if you've read the comics, you recognize that he is a product of Planet Hulk and the Planet Hulk storyline. But in this, in the setting of this cartoon show, you don't know what his deal is. You know that he was working for the leader for a time. He's not anymore, spoiler alert. Walt dies. Um, Walt dies. But uh, hashtag hashtag Walt dies. But um, but these guys have come together to face down some threats and and they do it as almost a web. It's a web show that that Rick Jones as a bomb, which is kind of like an abomination two point oh. Rick Jones. Rick Jones. Rick Jones. Um, is <laughs> yeah, I went there. Is putting together Rick Jones. Rick Jones. Um, 
You remember that time uh, Sci-Fi Now reviewed us? Yes, yes. That's what they were talking about. Okay, right there. there you go. <laughs> it took me eight years, but I just picked just up. Just realize it. Just realize it. Um, I would like to publicly apologize. <laughs> I like I like the fact that in the very opening episode, when they sit down and decide to call themselves the agents of Smash, they're like, what does Smash stand for? Like, anything we want it to. We're Hulks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. So they're not going to like make up some kind of weird acronym. And in the show's fun, I mean, Seth Green, that's the right Seth, right? Uh-huh. Is the voice of Rick Jones. Rick Jones. Rick Jones! And, um, and... And his comedic timing and the way you know his read on things is really really good as it always is, um, you know. And he's not having to do like the Chris Griffin thing with his voice. It's it's you know it's him all over it. But I've just I like this take on the Hulk. It's a Hulk that's not like super brilliant, smart like Bruce Banner, but he's not like Hulk Smash. He's just kind of you know he's kind of a smart aleck. He's almost like the Gray Hulk, only he's green. And um, and it's I've just enjoyed it. They brought in some real random villains, which is fun for me. They did a whole episode um, with this villain called the or this cosmic entity or this alien called the Collector, and he came to Earth to collect Rick Jones. Rick Jones, all the <laughs> all the superheroes, and uh, and he was talking about how he had a mint and they're very rare. And this was a you know this is a variant like he gets She Hulk and he's got her. In the suspended animation thing, he's like, it's, it's the variant female version and the variant red version. Oh, these are amazing. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's like the fanboy. Futurama did that. Did they really? Have you never seen that episode of Futurama? Mm-mm, no. Oh, my God. This alien abducts all this, all of the Star Trek actors. And it's all of them are voiced by, except for um, Scotty. He was, James Duham was dead. Um, no. Bones died before. Bones died first, and then mm-hmm. Scotty died. I'm wondering if James Doohan was on there yet, or on there or not. I'm thinking maybe they, at this point they may have both been dead. But it's a great episode. He mm-hmm. collects them all and takes them to a planet that looks like um, that famous fight scene battle between Kirk and that lizard alien. So he can so he can play with them, and you know, even it's 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 William Shatner and all of them. That, you know, he takes William Shatner's head and puts it on a Kirk body. Oh, nice. So, and then it ends up <clears throat> with Fry and all them on the planet with him. But it's a great episode. Well, And then you find out he's a kid. His mom shows up. You gotta go to school! Well, this guy you never found out was a kid. He was just, you know, they, they beat him. They defeat him and, um, and, uh, and, and return everything back to normalcy. They did an incredible Shrinking Hulks episode. Uh... And it's just been good. It's been a good show to me. It's one I have fun watching and that, you know, when it shows up on the old DVR, it's one of the first things I, I start to watch because I just know I'm going to have fun with it, if nothing else. So uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, I recommend it if you just want to have a good time. It's going to last two more weeks. Probably will. Around. Probably will. No, uh, I'm sorry. That's S.H.I.E.L.D. That's, that's, a, that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There you go. I get those two confused. I understand. Uh, Derek Snippet. Whoopa! You, um... We haven't heard your reaction to Batfleck, so I'm going to give you the floor to talk Batfleck. What's a Batfleck? Uh, ben Affleck is... Uh, I thought that was one of those things that come on at 3 in the morning mm-mm, infomercials. Mm-mm. No, Ben Affleck's been been cast to play Batman, you know this. The it North broke, track. It, I'm sorry, what? It broke the internet. You were there. and I'm um, sorry, what? Yeah, you know this. Don't be this. Don't, don't. Don't, don't lie to me. I'm see. not lying, Derek. It broke the internet. You were there. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, just pretend Ben Affleck has been cast as Batman. What's your take? 
Is 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 Matt Damon Robin? <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, All right, now funny. what's your real take? It's funny. I'm good. Let's let's do it. I am if, too. If this has to happen, and I'm talking about Affleck, I'm talking about if if, if Batman has to if be in a Superman this movie, has to be the next film, mm-hmm. and they're still calling it a Man of Steel sequel. And it's the only thing I have problems with so far is the name, which is Batman. They're saying it's Batman versus Superman. Uh, Why can't you just call it World's Finest? I, Better yet, here's an idea. How about you just call it World's Finest, and then we worry about Man of Steel two later. Indeed. That's how about what I say. how about we just we just make this your jumping on point? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's a throwback. Sounded like ET. Well, it harkens back to. It's transitional. Uh, it's. <laughs> I think they. I think they need to make World's Finest, mm-hmm. and let's. That's great, and let's 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 put Lois in there. Lois needs to be in there. Let's let's do Amy Adams. Let's do the whole thing up. Yeah. Let's come back and do Man of Steel two later. Electric Boogaloo. What uh, What did you think of Daredevil? I love Daredevil. Do you really? Daredevil is fun. Is it not Daredevil a good movie? Daredevil is a good popcorn movie. I think so. Have you and seen the director's cut? If you're going to watch cut? it, watch the director's Yes, cut. definitely, definitely, definitely. We are, uh, if I may say, simpatico. Oh. On this. So. That's that uh, Italian dressing. That's right. Sacks piece. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a uh, uh, Cobb salad with uh, simpatico dressing, please. <laughs> <laughs> Got my iPad in my arm. That's a good choice, Steve. That's been thinking. <laughs> Snippet. Uh, at the time of the recording tonight, the teaser for Star Wars Rebels was released to the masses. Um, it's basically an animated shot of the Star Destroyer going over the camera, like at the I felt of like Star I'd Wars. seen that somewhere. Uh, yeah, it was like very, and I mean, right over the same planet and everything. Um, they didn't work too hard on that one. It looks like we're going to get the same animation style with Rebels that we did with Clone Wars, and that's really the only thing you can take away from it. Uh, except they talk about you know the rise of the Jedi in there, which is weird because... Didn't we see that already? We have, but it. I didn't think there would be any Jedi in this thing. So, that did you see the end of Clone Wars? The show? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen up until what they've given us. Okay, so you saw Ahsoka. And then I've seen that one clip. There's been, yeah, with the Order 66 kind yeah. of thing. Did you, so you you know Ahsoka left the Jedi Order and everything. Yes. Okay. Um, there's been, Kevin Lyle released a picture. Klein Wars. He put out, Klein Wars, took a picture that when they released the art of the, that ship, The Ghost. Uh-huh. The ghost um, <laughs> that came out in a, <laughs> a broke Cherokee, yes, that they released after I think Comic Con. Steve, bring me the remote. <laughs> the goat, <laughs> the remote. Oh, the remote. There you go, boss. There's your remote. Um, hey, do you like jalapenos? Uh, <laughs> Muppets from space. For those of you who are wondering. That's not like our third Muppets from Space reference tonight. That's true. That's true. He put in anyhow. Kevin Lyle released a a or not released, but he took a picture that they were that they did release of the ship that's called the Ghost that's going to be in the show, uh-huh. and he said that in the cockpit he could tell there's a Tegrutin in there. Now Tegrutin is the the species that 
that Ahsoka Tano is was. And, you know, that is leading to his speculation that she's going to be in the show. I've kind of speculated she may be in this show. Really? Um, yeah, to kind of pop up and help the Rebels. Because depending on where she went, because she had a, a relationship with, you know, a dude that was starting a rebellion on, like, this planet called Onderon. That, ta- that took place early on in Season 5. She could be going back to him, you know, and that could spread out into the rest of the rebellion kind of situation. Yeah, I just figure she dies. Well, I mean, she may just go live happily after, uh, ever after. Mm, to, to Forty sixty six. They'll take her out too, whether she's Jedi or not. I mean, could very well be. Uh, I, I also like the idea that you know we'll maybe get to wrap up some Darth Maul loose ends with rebels, um, because that's something that's kind of left way loosey goosey, um, with with them winding down. And, and I mean, we're going to have to have Vader in the show, aren't we? I hope so. I guess yeah, definitely. Um, you know, which you is okay? going to be, yes, which is going to be, I just got really excited because yeah. I haven't even thought about that. I've been, I'm still in what's going to carry over from Clone Wars mode. Deep. Can you not hear me? Derek? I'm so, I'm so caught up in this Clone Wars stuff of what's carrying over that the minute you mentioned Vader being in this thing, I just get super excited. It has to be, doesn't uh, it? I think so. And I just, oh my, Lanta. You can't do that to his animation. I understand, I understand Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going to talk about <laughs> Thor, but never show him. You know, you're right. like, Vader exists, right. but never show that. Exactly, exactly. So. <laughs> you can, yeah, this is animation, guys. We can do it. You, We've got the you budget. draw it. I, you know, I I don't know if you guys know this, but you can draw anything you, you want. You can, it's, it's, you're, the, the sky's the limit. Your Unless the one animator, that's the one thing he can't do. You guys hired me. I can do anything. I we need you to draw Vader. I, I can't. Can't I, do that. I've. I promise. What do you, my kids. What do you mean you can't draw? What do you mean you promise? I physically your kids? cannot draw Darth Vader. Like here, you, this is my Darth Vader. What if we teach you? That looks like a credit card. Yeah, that's my Darth Vader. What if we teach you how to draw Darth no, Vader? No, I'm sorry, I can't. That's well, it's too sexy. In the words of Mickey from Rocky, what's can't? Um, yeah, I stormtroopers will be in this mug. Oh, I'm yeah. We will see the transition transition of the helmets. I, well, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll just you know pop up as normal stormtroopers. I don't know what time frame this is in though. And that's the other thing. One of them the back is going to definitely run into the door, hit his head. Yes. You got to watch for you these. Gotta, you got to keep your eyes peeled. It is, it is possible that this could come closer to Star Wars than it does Revenge of the Sith, or it could be dropped right in the middle, or it could be like right after Revenge of the Sith. I don't know. I don't know what the time frame is going to be. There's going to be Tie Fighters. Yes. So, you know, obviously it's going to be a little bit after Revenge of the Sith. But, um, so it'll be interesting to see what's going on. But the teaser really didn't tell us much. So, that's all there really is to say about that. 15 minutes, 15 seconds rather worth of a teaser into what? Voiceover. Yeah, a voiceover. So, I'm hoping. I'm already a little bit more emotionally invested in this than I was Clone Wars. Really? You know, well, you know, Clone Wars wasn't my favorite. I enjoyed it for what it was. And I liked what they did with it, and I liked how, again, kids could watch it, adults could watch it, and it kind of serviced both mm-hmm. into the spectrum. It just wasn't my favorite stories to tell. Sure. But I'm excited for this. I am, too. I'm very excited for it. Dave Filoni, the showrunner from Clone Wars, is going to be on board running this show, so I think it'll be... I think it's really going to be good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, snippet. Derek Mondo DeLego. 
Oh, is this where we get our wristwatches? No. <laughs> is that some kind of code? Mondo to Lego, Mondo to Lego. By the way, side snippet. Hold on. A side snippet. What is Whoopah! There we go. Is, what is that a side snippet? Side snippet. Whoopah! Uh, there's their communica- <laughs> communicator watches are now a thing. And it's a really smart commercial. I have to give it to it Samsung. It was so it's, smart. Yeah. Like my sister and I were watching it yesterday and she goes, oh, did somebody finally do it? I was like, yeah, Samsung's, Samsung's got it. And, you know, it was Jetsons and Knight Rider and Dick Get Tracy, Smart yeah. and Dick Tracy. And Even just Predator. anything else you can mm-hmm. think of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So definitely. Truly, truly, truly outrageous Jim and. I'm Jim. <laughs> what? Jim. Um, Inspector Gadget was thrown in there. Yeah, I saw Penny. Which, by the way, I got sucked into the Inspector Gadget movie yesterday afternoon with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. No, That's what I think we need to do, Steve. I think you and I need to reboot Inspector, Inspector Gadget, Gadget? For, t- for TV. Animated? Live action? Yeah, animated. Let's do it. Um... But we're With both going to get season arcs and everything. We're both going to get the commute. I'm not calling them watch phones. I'm calling them communicator watches, and and we're just only going wrist, to communicator wristbands. Communicator wristbands, and we're only going to speak to each other on them. No longer will we have to watch each other eat at Zaxby's. That's right. It's going to be Derek to Steve, Derek to Steve, or I'm sorry, I'm Steve. Yeah. Steve to Derek. Steve Enough to Derek. <laughs> Getting really confused. I'm calling myself here. It's John Phillips coming in forty line for the. <laughs> Wristwatch. Oh gosh! But I talk like it's the 1930s at all times. I mean, I'm sorry. The future is now. But anyhow, no Mondo to Lego. Derek, several years ago, um, we talked about you. I don't want to say episodes two episodes ago. You had a. I don't want to call it a problem, but you'd had a, not even an obsession. You found a new hobby, and that was in these posters in in the wall art. They're prints. The prints. I'm sorry, prints. The Mondo prints. Um. You've, you've, I feel like you might have forsaken that a little bit, maybe. Mm, no, they haven't done one in a while that's been my cup of tea you've co- after, yeah. after the Man of Steel's. Right, you've cooled off a little bit because they haven't really put out stuff that you're really mm-hmm. digging on. Um, but I did get the Muppets movie soundtrack on vinyl, yeah, so that was pretty exciting, yeah. But uh, anyway, have you shifted to Legos, buddy? Uh, Safe place to geek out. Uh, 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 Steve, I need some money. So, <laughs> I gotta win this weight thing. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon's one hundred thirty-nine dollars. It is a, it um, is a, it is a hoss piece, sir. Yeah, but I tell you what's what's my the eye of the tiger right now, mm-hmm. and it's sitting in my cart waiting for me to hit the the buy option. What is it? The Ewok Village. They've got an Ewok Village. Steve. See, I've never done the Lego thing. They're too expensive. Hold, please. Uh-oh. Am I about to receive a link? You're going to get some linkage. What got this really started for you? Obviously, you've loved Legos all your life. Everyone has. But was it the was it the Back to the Future set? Yeah. I I don't... Here. It's in the... There. You got it? Mm. Let me pull up the... No. There? Um, is it not there? Did you put it in the Skype chat? It's at the top. No, 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 no. In the, in the dock. Oh. Look there, the thing. Yes, okay. It's under I'm Steve Glosson. I said I'm. He reads everything. All right, I'm copying. Is this a gumball machine at the Dodge Ring? <laughs> um, 
Hold on, before you look at it. Okay. Don't look at it yet. Too late. Did you look at it already? Too late. <sighs> Holy monkey spit. Yeah. Oh. 1,990 pieces of fun for all ages. Oh my, there's the little helmets down there where they play on them. $250. It has a throne for C-3PO. This is a Lego version of the old Kenner playset. Look at those minifigs, Ewoks, 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 Stormtroopers, Biker Scouts. It comes with a catapult and the speeder bike and three-po's e- throne. Luke and Leia, Han, Chewie, the gang's all here. What do you think? Should have shown a poet. $250. Um, I'm between that and the Superstar Destroyer right now. That Super Star Destroyer is major hoss. $400, yeah, and it is insane. It's major hoss. Um, there's no sense in it. I mean, like, I, bought, I bought the Back to the Future DeLorean because I was like, there's no way I wasn't getting that. Sure, yeah. And this, this is how impressive this stuff is, Steve. Um, so there's a, there's a site that I'm a member of now. Mm-hmm. What's, what would that site be? And it's basically, they treat Lego like stock. And you buy shares when you buy sets. Wow. And they give you your daily stats of where of you put in, where you bought it, how much you paid for it. Take a picture of it. Do you have the box? Is it mint? You know, it all ranges. You know, do you have, do you have the box? Do you have the instructions? Do you have every piece? It all... It factors all this stuff in, and it gives you your Lego value of your collection versus what it's actually worth. Oh, wow. Um, and I have done really well outside of a few pieces that I just wanted to go ahead and have mm-hmm. um, at getting everything in clearance. Okay. Like... My my pride and joy the other day was I got the Batwing and Joker's helicopter. Yeah, you showed me the Joker's helicopter. Was sixty seven dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. And I found it in in the Walmart clearance section for twenty four. So I've done pretty good at getting almost everything. At for least a lower, for lower cost than what it. Yeah, was yeah. At, so yeah. my my worth is pretty neck and neck with my value. Well, that's good. Um, that I've put into it. A few things definitely helped with that. There's a there's the architecture series that, that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Hancock building, which is like a hundred and something dollars on eBay, it's retired. But Barnes and Noble here had a few of them left, and they were running fifty percent off on them. So I got it for like sixteen bucks. Oh, nice! So there's a few of those that have really helped my value out tremendously. Now, the Hancock building is that the build? Is that a particular building from the movie Hancock? Yes. Okay. They got weird on their set, Steve. I'm. I'm being serious right now. I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay, I don't. We have a Hancock Cleaners here in Hazelhurst. That's it. That's okay. the one. All right. <laughs> wow. um, I'll go see so if they got some extra sets. There's laying a around. few that were like the Avengers set that I showed you the other day. That thing's like 70 bucks. Yeah. It was in the clearance section at Walmart for like, it was 35. Mm hmm. So they had marked it down, and then they came over and said, everything in the clearance section is half off. And I was like, okay, that was like 17 bucks. Done. Done and done. The the one that I paid the most for right now that I really, really wanted 
was because I saw what you could do with it was Java's Palace mm-hmm. docks on top of the Rancor Pit. Two different, two yes. separate yeah. sets. Oh. And I paid full price for those just because I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> Why couldn't more of those do that? Um, the Back to the Future one's cool because you can make all three DeLoreans. Oh, really? Out of the yeah. one set? Yeah, well, I mean, you have to choose one. You can't sure. have three at the same sure. time, but you can make from one, two, or three. Well, that's what three. I mean. Is like, so you buy the thing and you can yes, choose. Yes, there, there are enough pieces that you then you can put the, the holographic license plate on and the flux capacitor oh, cool. and turn the wheels inside and make it two. Or you can put the time circuits on the the hood, the, um, the hood and make it three. Oh, I loved Back to the Future three. Me too. Man. So, yeah, I've kind of gotten into it. It's just it's fun to have something to to build. It's just mindless. Yeah. And sometimes after work, and sure. sometimes work sucks so bad, I just need that. And it's nice to just sit there and and that surprises me kind of that you don't do that. I just I never. It was one of those things that was always too expensive. And when they started doing the Star Wars sets years ago, oh, they're way too expensive. I really they're... wanted, I really wanted to get into it, and it just was too much money. And so I just kind of let it pass me by. Now my brother Benjamin, who's a cop, he does the Lego thing, and he's got a ton of Star Wars Lego sets up in his uh, up in his room. And, and they're sometimes so I'll just go fun. Look. Like there's the like I need to get all the Jabba stuff because now there's the cell barge is mm-hmm. out, which oh, wow. is really expensive. I'll wait until it gets knocked down a little bit. Um, but there's a, the desert skiff that comes with it, and there's a little Lego Sarlacc pit. Yes, yeah, I've it is seen the that. Neatest thing ever. So it's it, to me, it's just cool what they are able to do mm-hmm. with these things. Like I showed you the Joker copter. Joker is on a string ladder hanging mm-hmm. off of the helicopter. Yeah, I mean, this stuff's just neat to me. It is. They do it. They do a cool job. There's a reason they've been successful with all the licenses they've gotten, and uh, and the games and are fun too. And they've got yeah the games are great they've got Ninja Turtles line out now and I'm waiting for I never did see the Lone Ranger but um, they have a really impressive train set from the Lone Ranger but it's still like 130 dollars and I'm sure at some point the Avengers line is just now going on clearance yeah so I imagine soon the Lone Ranger will start going down some but I'm looking forward to it especially now with Episode Seven coming out because I know they'll be oh, yeah more well i just i've i've had like more than the poster situation i have fun when you like just looking at the stuff you're posting like when you'll post up on the twitter or, or whatever that you've built something well new, it's and I'm like, just I, and the many I, I i don't know why i never got really into it but they're, they're fun i got all the man of steel ones did all mm-hmm. those um you know because there's just a little zod and a little lois yep. and, and they're fun and um and they have a ton of like dc universe stuff too don't they, they do they do have a lot of i i, I really want to get my hands on it. it's a lego.com uh exclusive um exclusive exclusive it's arkham asylum oh cool yeah it's huge it's Man. huge there's a batmobile yeah and then marvel has a ton too there were yeah. a bunch of iron man three ones i didn't get any of those i do one of my favorite sets is i have it's a little set that was um uh captain america versus the chitauri mm-hmm. it's two old chitauri figures and then captain america on a motorcycle oh, and it, cool. you like you can dock your dock his shield on the hood oh nice like old it's school the, yeah like that old school 70s that is cool yeah that's very cool uh, two more to go here to the Derek Snippet. That Godzilla teaser. Holy crap. Have you seen this thing? That 
is it's an amazing, amazing teaser for something that um, I don't know what I expected from Godzilla when they announced it. Well, I didn't know Brian Cranston was in it until I saw the I saw the teaser, and I was like, "Yeah, I really haven't heard much about this." I'm a huge well, you know, yes, definitely. Going back, goes back to before bonding. I'm a huge Godzilla fan, mm-hmm. and move over Pacific Rim. Not that that's that same kind of style of movie, but I didn't get I got chill bumps from a. 50 second teaser. Let me see if this is the right. No, this is three minutes. That's not. They right. probably got it torn down everywhere. Here, I, I know a, I got a link to it. Was it not official yet? No, it leaked. Oh. So, got, I'm sorry. Got, we usually don't talk about leaked stuff, do we? Well, we're gonna. Okay. Give me a second here. All right. Oh, wait. I can't. I don't have audio. That's fine. I can give you a link to it. Give me a link if you will. Vamp for me, Steve. Uh, this thing, it, it's it's very interesting in as much as it plays like uh, this is a huge disaster that would take place, and there's some, I don't know if it's radio, it's someone giving a speech, or it's, it's old audio of something else. I'm not sure. Uh, but I guess with, with anything, especially in the age of Pacific Rim, you expect to see, you know, buildings getting knocked over and things getting messed up and that sort of thing. In this instant, this is this is a lot more serious. It's not the, it's it's not the fun uh, thing. It's that, not Matthew Broderick, right? That 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 you expect them to be. In fact, they they're calling it the mood piece, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. It's in the it's in in the yeah. document there. Let's see if we can get the audio here for it. See if it'll. You had your, uh, you just, it's a, the world would not be the same. Few people cried. Most people were silent. Crushed trains. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture. Vishnu takes on his multi-armed form and says, Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Excuse me, I need to change my. Opinion. I mean, it, it is it is something. Chill bumps. I mean, just. I love Godzilla so freaking much. Well, have, I mean, remember it was a while back when I was trying to go through the old Godzilla movies. Yeah, that's what I told you a minute ago before, before bonding. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. And, and and that's. I just I the only thing I was giving you crap over was that's just a. a that's a big undertaking. It was, it was, and I found out it was a big undertaking. But you get into some stuff, and you find out, you know, you start to look into what what order you need to watch it in, what these things are, and you start to find out the history of them and how, you know, originally Gojira or Godzilla wasn't necessarily made to be this kids' fair that it became. 
You know, it became yeah. real popular with kids. It was meant to kind of, look, this is scary radiation stuff. This should freak us all out. But then they got into the aliens and Mothra and singing little people and, um, and you know, little fairies or whatever. And uh, and I still love the stuff. I love the man in the suit. I love the fighting monsters. I love Godzilla versus King Kong. I, I, all of it. I really, really dig. And to see this movie now come and take us even a further 180 from what was done by the the is it Toho that had them mm-hmm. uh you know after Godzilla 1998 they did a few more Godzilla movies in 2000 and final wars and, yeah. and all, you know to see them take this thing and and just from the mood piece of this to have it so because what you see is is devastation destruction and you see not a, a building toppled over but like he walked right through it yeah, and it's just like now it's just there, a husk of what was, and um, and I don't know what the and Brian Cranston is that Brian Cranston talking? Is no, that, but he's in it. Yeah, he's going to be he's in the it, lead. So, yeah, it's actually I think Godzilla is the lead, but he's <laughs> what is the creature that's like dead there? I don't know. I don't know if he got knocked down at one point. I mean, that's not there were I'm too many so little calls and stuff. I'm like, are they bringing in other monsters already? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just. By the way, I love the gif on your Tumblr of him like flying across the screen on his tail. I think like, that's from Son of Godzilla. Yeah, and you just now I am become dead. <laughs> what a great voiceover, too. Yes, yes, it is, and and I don't know if that's like some old stuff from like reactions to Hiroshima or if it is just something for this movie I don't know like I imagine it's something real that they pulled you know no, but it is awesome and I cannot wait is. for it a looks, good I'm telling you that that one in 1998 was it was it yeah. was a, it was a it was a Roland Emmerich movie in 1998 is what it was, <sighs> it was Hank Azaria and Matthew Broderick and Matthew Broderick other people who else was in that uh, not anyone that I remember. It's been years since yeah, I've watched. I haven't that. watched it in a long, long. time. I was a little Taco Bell dog. He was in that. Yeah, Yokito. I'm going to He's need dead. a bigger box. Yeah, he is. He'd have to be, wouldn't He's he? Dead. He's dead. Um, He's dead. You know. So you know, check it out if you can find it. Check that thing out because it's definitely worth a look. And finally, our final snippet of the evening. Walt dies. Walt dies. Hey, good night, everybody. Were you satisfied with the Breaking Bad finale? I was so satisfied with the Breaking Bad ending, like to the point that I was I was so satisfied with the lead, the final like four episodes mm-hmm. that there wasn't a whole lot I felt like they could have done wrong in the finale to make me not satisfied. Well, one thing we I, never talked about was in the penultimate episode when he's basically going to turn himself in. Uh, and he calls. Oh my Walt God! Jr. That is Flynn. the best ending to a television episode ever. And and you hear this music start to swell up a little bit, and it's very, uh, it's got that country twang to it. It's got this, you know, this feel, and it's just, and it's ramping up and ramping up. And suddenly, I realize I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the theme music from the beginning, and it ends with that theme with music, the, the sting. Yes, and I'm like. Oh, you've never a... heard the full version before that? No, uh-uh. Oh, I love the full version. Yeah, so as soon as he sits down and they, like, he's watching the TV and it starts, I was like, oh, my. Everything is about to get very dark. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, and I had no idea what, like, I, I went I in with no idea say, what was going to happen. I don't think happen. I was exci- as, as excited for Smallville. 
I can't. I can't. As I was for Breaking Bad. I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't there with Breaking Bad, but I was more intrigued. I, Breaking Bad just some just wrapped me in. I mean, 68 episodes, and I mean that's all it is: 68 mm-hmm. episodes. And not yeah, a waste six, of one. Almost six years only takes two years on the show, and I, I mean, I just was buying into it week to week for the past uh, yeah, hour. I, I can't think of a bad episode. I really cannot. I can't think of a moment where I'm like, oh yeah, it's really it. Everything just blew my, and it got darker and darker, and there was no light and no light and no light at the end of the tunnel, and then. Dude, when uh, when they shot Andrea, isn't that her name? Andrea. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock's mom. Yes, Brock's mom. I was like, this. I hope you all die. I want, and I hope it is just. I hope you all die. You are terrible. E- Landry is evil. Evil and Landry. Evil Landry. It's like bizarre Landry. And I'm just watching this show. I'm like, he left Texas where he played football and had a future to go help this meth cook and. Um, you know, never have I wanted and hoped so badly that a character lives as I did for Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, and but I, I think the alternate ending when the DVD comes out is going to wreck me because I I don't know what I imagine Jesse's going to kill Walt in it. Oh, and I don't I I would have been okay with that by the way. But well, you know, it was one of those where I I had pretty much figured out everything. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a whole lot of unraveling. I I knew he wasn't going to kill the two people at the beginning, and I knew the ricin was for Lydia. I did spoilers. Um, I didn't. I, I that never. Crossed I, I've my been mind. saying since four or five episodes back that the ricin was for Lydia. Hmm. I mean, we knew it was that it was the first thing you see. Yeah, I'm not good at predicting things. And, you know, I knew he was going to kill Jack and everybody. I didn't know that Jesse was going to get to kill Todd, and that was great. That oh, and the way he got to kill him. Yes, I, that that sounds terrible, doesn't it? The way he got to kill him was awesome. I mean, just the way he got to kill him, so way he physical got to, to, to strangle the life right. Yeah, out of well, him. I mean, but really, it was. You know, it, it's like after all they'd put him through, I don't think a bullet would have been good enough. And and so for Jesse to get to have that moment and just win and victory and and uh, I was I was worried, I was worried as he was driving down the road, you know, all just crying and and screaming in joy that there was going to be a car come out of nowhere and like hit him or something. I. Because I felt like that's how that show's done me this whole time is they'll pick you up just to throw you right back down. Nah, I think we were too. And just that ending and how, I mean, he was just at peace. Yeah. He was well, where he wanted to be. The the A lot of people are talking about the scene with he and Skyler yeah. in the kitchen, which to me was powerful and it was good, but the power of that moment came when he said he did it for himself. Oh, yeah. When he yeah. finally admitted and... And then he asked to see Holly one more, one last time. Oh God! And broke my heart, you know. And, and, and oh, Holly broke my. Give Holly an Emmy. <laughs> Holly that one in episode? that fire truck. Mm. Holly sitting in that fire truck wrecked me. They, I hated. I got to where I hated Walter White. Absolutely despised him. Um, 
you know, whereas whereas you start the show and you have sympathy for him and you understand. Well, see, but that's the thing. He'll do one thing and he totally, totally redeems redeems himself. I was completely on his side, though, after his conversation with Skylar where he knew the police were listening and he'd taken Holly and he basically did his best to absolve her of any responsibility. You know, so that once they were, when they were really looking into her, they could use that conversation to say, well, you know, he was going off on her and, yeah, and, uh, and she was not privy to anything. And, yeah, um, and I was like, okay, I'm, I've turned the corner back around on this guy. And then the fact that when he got to the house where Jesse was being held, that he saved Jesse's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the fact that we got to see Walter White do a Walter White thing by the car battery, you know, set up the thing and mm-hmm. and the way he took him out, it was just, and the fact that he tied up every single loose end, except you know, for Huel. Who is Huel? Uh, Saul's guy that's still sitting in the safe house waiting. Oh yeah. To <laughs> Saul's guy that snores while he's awake. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's still sitting in that safe house waiting on Hank. Well, surely they someone came and got the man. I nobody knew. Yeah. That's, I love when he lays on that money. I got to do it, man. Got, <laughs> yes. And that's just a fantastic the, ending to a series. It was, and that's the thing about the show as a whole, though. When you talk about them like laying on the money, there were moments throughout the show where you just couldn't help but laugh. Oh yeah! Even in moments that you know you shouldn't laugh, I think early on in the first season of Jesse trying to get rid of the body and and he ends up you know. Oh, rolling. I mean, I was laughing at this one with Skinny Pete and Badger. Oh in the my gosh! Seat. Yes, yes. He hands him that money. How are you feeling about it now? I feel better. I feel Definitely good. better. <laughs> um, where do you think Jesse headed first? Where do you think he went? Can uh, Alaska? You think so? I think he went to check on Brock. Yeah, I figure it's been six months later. Brock's probably. I'd like to think he he and Brock ended up okay together, but yeah. maybe he adopted Brock. I don't know. I I just I I know I was I'm like you. I was so happy with the way the show ended. I was, you know, I know there's some people who said I was talking to someone the other day, and he's like, "Man, I was hoping Walter would live and you know get away." And I'm like, "Why?" There's just no version of that where there, I think that that where it would have been and, and in a way he got away. He he did not have to go to jail. Right, right. He, he did right. not. The DAA did not catch him, or the DEA even. Is that not what I said? You said DAA. I think I stuttered. I actually, mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what the DEA is, but uh, I, you know, I, he 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 got away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're right. You make a great. I mean, he point. died at his own hand. Yep. Well, yeah, he didn't die in prison. He died free, yeah. as free as he could be. Yeah. Um. But definitely, it's such a good, good, well-written show. And, I mean, across the board, AMC has been pretty solid with what they do. I got to tell you, I I haven't watched Low Winter Sun out of principle. <laughs> Low Winter's. Because at the end of every episode, the last thing I ever want to hear is next on a new Low Winter Sun. I'm like, I never want to watch AMC again for, you know, I'm 20, how old am I, Steve? Eight? 28, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got rid of cable for the first time ever today. Mm. And I'm not even being funny. Most of it was due to Breaking Bad. That was my only priority television that was left. Really? Everything else I'll catch on Hulu or Netflix. What about The Mad Men? Not since season three. Really? I wait for the DVDs now. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and, and binge watch those. I hear you. It's 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 gone. It was fun in the beginning, but it's just gotten to be a little bit of a chore for me now. No, I understand. I understand. But Breaking Bad was my last thing that was one of those. If I get spoiled on this, I'm not going to be happy. Oh, Although I, I am enjoying the blacklist. Oh, I know. And, and I have to. I want to go back to something I texted you about and never really expounded on with you. Apparently, I'm cursed just to spoil people unbeknowingly, unbeknownst to me. Um, I had a friend who had started watching The Breaking Bad on the Netflix. And she got to a point, I'm like, well, why are you on Breaking Bad? She's like, oh, he just killed him. And I'm like, you mean Mike? And she's like, what? Oh, you did it again? Yes. And she's like, I'm talking about Gus. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, oh, son of a... Because <laughs> Mike doesn't die. No, because I don't know why I said Mike. Mike, I meant Gus. Gus is what I meant. Oh, and uh, so and and Netflix right now has the last episode on Netflix is Hank sitting on the toilet, and apparently the DVD set's coming out in October, sometime later this month. November, 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 and uh, I mean, imagine the way they do things. That could be on. They could have that full series on Netflix by the end of the year. Yeah. So, um, so if you haven't watch breaking bad it's not a show for kids it's not something to sit and watch with the family it's not something you want to sit around you know with the young ones and watch but you know it's a great show for adults it's in you know just the content you know is it's violent the the, it's very grown-up show um it's just not something you want to expose children to at all yeah but uh but it's definitely worth if you like good storytelling and it's a and it's not i mean 68 episodes yeah it's not a huge investment, but it's one that's because I'm telling you, I can't it's a payoff think, though. I can't think of a bad episode of that show. I just can't. I was I was sucked in and couldn't believe I was sucked in um, to this show. But it's so compelling, and and you just granted we've spoiled it for you in a way, but we haven't either. I mean, the journey to get to where no, you get in that I last mean, that's, episode. That's is just, like saying, I mean, to me, Walt Nine is like. Clark putting on the suit. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty inevitable. much inevitable. Mm-hmm. But the payoff to get there is is it's just worth it. It's is totally, what you're getting. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Well, Derek, um, that's going to wrap it up for us on this episode of Geek Out Loud. Yay! Uh, I know we promised some people some bonding, but we've been going for a while here, and uh, I've got to get to bed so I can get up and go to the restaurant and work in the morning. We've got a fat off to begin, and uh, I got to get to running and. Six short hours. That's right. That's right. So, so uh, expect your, the vines to begin. Expect the vines, and you can see those on our Twitter feed, twitter.com slash geekoutloud, twitter.com slash geekoutloud. Personally, I'm on the Twitter at Steve Glosson. Derek, do you want to share, give up your Twitter? The W, the D, and the Russell. The WD Russell on the Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekoutloud. Go like us, I guess I should say, at facebook.com slash geekoutloud. And you can email us, geekoutonline at gmail.com geekoutonline at gmail.com Dr. Dominique expects uh, a request from us to have you on soon because we want to uh, we've got all kinds of geeky medical questions for you um, we should start to think of some of those Derek uh, I want to do Badger's whole Star Trek idea from one of those last episodes of Breaking Bad oh about the Python thing the Python yeah. contest <laughs> I'm not sure that's legitimate or not but okay Check us out uh, over at geekoutpodcast.com. That's where you'll find uh, Geek Out Loud proper. You'll find Know What I'm Saying, Mark Out Loud, Steve Star Wars Corners, all the things, the mini Geek Out Loud network that are going on. And, of course, Shot Glass Digital Radio is the home for not only Geek Out Loud, but all kinds of other great shows, including Techno Retro Dads, uh, Tron Decoding the Grid, um, 
Bondcast, Rebel Force Radio, all kinds of great shows at Shot Glass Digital Radio. Check them out. Let them know how glad you are that they have uh, invited Geek Out Loud to be part of the Shot Glass Digital family there. That is going to do it for us on Geek Out Loud. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Sean. And we'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Well, it's dead. Well, it's dead.